1: This is NRL
2: Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Boom Rookies presented by ESPN. I am Matt Bungard, and with me today, Nick Campton. Hello.
0: Hey,
1: everyone.
2: And joining us once again for part two, AAP's Scott Bailey. Welcome.
1: I'm back, baby. What's doing?
2: Uh, Not a lot, mate. We have found a winner in the Bailey Conference. And if people care, they can go back and listen to part one. And you probably should if you haven't, because you won't really know what we're doing. But we're on to the Campton Conference today, Nick.
0: We are. We are. Um, Only one Raiders team in the Campton Conference, and they lost. So that's not great. It was the one with the
2: majority of Raiders appearances.
1: There weren't many (laughs) options, Campos. That's
2: true. Um, But before we do that, we've got to have... Our play-in game. So, if you listen to part one, we had nine teams on that bracket of eight. We did a we did a a, a last final cut between two games that were right on the bubble, and we will be doing the same here. And it will either be two thousand and six when the Broncos beat the Storm, or nineteen ninety eight when the Broncos beat the Bulldogs.
0: So we grouped these two teams together for a couple of reasons. Um, I don't know why, but none of Brisbane's three premiership wins in the NRL era, none of them get talked about as sort of classic Mm -hmm. grand finals for whatever reason, like 98, they were very clearly the best team in the league, maybe the best team of the NRL era. And the dogs gave a good account of themselves for the first half. And then the Broncos just totally blow them away. 2000, which is not on our brackets is widely regarded as probably the worst grand final of, of the NRL era. And then 06, while a Titanic achievement uh, in beating a, an incredible Melbourne Storm side, don't think it's one that people talk about as being sort of a classic encounter. Brisbane fans, quite sadly for them, have been on the end of some all-time grand finals, but I don't think they've ever had sort of like a wonderful, incredible, brilliant grand final yeah. win. It's quite interesting in terms of the quality of the game. Yeah, because we, we've we've had the um, you know,
2: there's a litany of Brisbane and Melbourne triumphs in this period, and and very few of them are actually apart from the ones that they lost. Very few of them end up being competitive fixtures.
1: Scott. Yeah, I reckon you're right. Like Brisbane's two losses, I would argue, are uh, the two best, or very close to the two best mm. grandpoles. finals. We'll find out if one of them is. um you know, later on in this episode, I guess, but they're very close to the two best grand finals and, that you know, for similar reasons, you know, Brisbane's uh, let a lead slip and they don't control the game the way they should, they go into the shell a bit, but as for their wins, like 1998 and 2000, maybe it's a little bit, of the, you know, the fact that it's so long ago that we're all reasonably young kids at that point, all in primary school, so maybe it sort of fades into our memory a bit, but Neither of them really stick out for memorable moments. 2000, as you sorry, 1998, as you mentioned, is a far better game than 2000. 98 is probably a bit better than we give it credit for, given um, well, they're losing at half time, yeah. The Bulldogs like actually properly in that game, which I think a lot of people forget in hindsight just because it's such a comfortable Mm. scoreline. And if we're being honest, like we mentioned the 2012, uh, sorry, the 2014 Bulldogs last week as a team that you know may be the worst grand final team of. This year, I would argue the nineteen ninety eight Bulldogs. I know they have the miraculous run, but they finished. They,
0: they, did, they did fight their way into the grand final from ninth. Yeah.
1: Which <laughs> has some question marks around the uh I tell things. you, you think
0: you think the McIntyre system is convoluted? Oh, that whole system, the, yes. The ten team final series that they had in nineteen ninety eight, it is like well, there's isn't is there isn't there a outrageous.
2: year where there's like literally games that they know in advance are meaningless and they play them anyway.
0: Ninety seven. That's yeah, yeah, 97. when that the seven-team final system that the ARL had,
1: yeah. So I as mean... much
0: as as much as Bungard likes to poo-poo the McIntyre system, I want him to know it could always okay, be. worse. That's
2: true. It could always be worse. Shout out Shane Martini who played started in this game for the Bulldogs.
0: Shout out but... Gavin Lester who also
2: oh, did. Oh, mate. We, there's a lot of what about this bloke on this Bulldogs team, <laughs> but, uh, but two they, of the
1: greats. They do give us one of the great finals moments, which is the poor carriage moment of the week prior. to oh, that see year. again that if it was yeah. if we were doing a bracket of finals games.
2: That's the 98 that, that, that prelim win. is probably right yeah. right up there. Yeah, yeah. But we're not. Incredible. Cello's absolute Oh my god. The the, the visceral disgust oh, in Peter could Sterling's voice. It.
0: Hated it. That <laughs> it was the best. But- so ninety-eight has a lot of nostalgia for me because it's actually that's the first grand final I remember watching. Oh wow. Mm. Um it's you know the last one at the Sydney football stadium, and it's the first of the NRL. So there's like a real sort of passage of time thing going on through this whole game but i think 06 is the pretty clear choice oh, 100% just because even though the 98 broncos might they might be the better team overall i think the 06 broncos beating the the storm is mm. a a a titanic upset a massive upset you know and mm. so i need to look back on it and now and say that because 16 of the 17 broncos players played origin and or, or test football the only one who didn't was Shane Was Shane Perry. So this isn't this isn't like, you know, some scrappy band of underdogs who just got all together. Yeah, this is a really great yeah. side. I, the I,
2: I, I am also going with 06. So let's save all our 06 chat for yeah, the agreed. matchup itself. Too. Otherwise, yep, we'll agreed. just be so, repeating ourselves. So I'll run you quickly through the bracket in the Campton Conference. Now, again, these were not seeded in any order. It was completely random. So we got the 1st through 8th in order. 2019, 2016, 2015, 2003, what a murderer's row. 06 now in that fifth slot, 2010, 02, and 1999 in eighth spot. Again, this was completely random. And that means we're going to start by talking about this 2006 grand final up against, uh, in my opinion, a game that could go all the way here in 2003. Now, I I think you might be right, the 2006 grand final is a little bit better than, than, than people might remember, but 2003 is absolutely iconic, Scott.
1: Yeah, but Can I just firstly ask before we analyse, what are your thoughts on the team on a, a grand final win, the play in match, and then uh, coming yeah. fifth in the rankings?
0: I don't think I don't think it works, but Bungard couldn't be talked. Okay, down, so that's well, hang gonna
2: on. Talk. I'm just going to make two points for you, real quick. So the only other thing that has playing games is March Banders. And they often have teams that are not the 16th seed having play like it's two playing games to get like the 13th seed or some bullshit. And the second one is you both agreed that if I we ranked them in order of how much we like them, that this entire exercise is a waste of time. So if I just put it in eighth by virtue of the fact that it's least popular, having it in a matchup at all is pointless, which was the point I tried to make to you.
0: Two thousand and three is an interesting game because it was hailed as a really good grand final almost as soon as it happened, like as soon as it happened, people were talking about it as one of the greats, but I feel like it's not sort of held up on that level as more and more time goes by. And I'm not sure why that is because it's, it's, it's absolutely terrific. Like Mm -hmm. you, you talk about sustained physicality, sustained tension through the match. You talk about like, I think, I think there's, there's, it's maybe not as high quality a fixture as, as as we might remember. This is another game that I watched not that long ago. Mm. But in terms of intensity, to me, it never, never waived. Like no. We talked a lot about 2004 in um, the the previous episode. What you guys liked about 2004, I think, is so much more present agreed. in 2003. Agreed. And then you throw in, it's got, I think, the best grand final performance ever, by a by player Luke Ever. Like agree. over over the the eighty minutes, I think Luke Prittis had the had the best mm. game any person's ever had in a grand final, and you've got the the iconic Scott Sattler tackle, yeah, and you've got the the culmination of the Penrith fairy tale going from fucking nowhere the year before to minor premiers, and even as minor premiers, no one believed in him. Heading into the weekend of the preliminary finals, Penrith were fourth in betting, you know, no even though they were the minor premiers and had been the best team nearly all year. They were still somehow the underdogs. They were seven and, and they, seventeen
2: and they, the year prior. Yeah, yeah,
0: and 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 then and then they make it all happen. So, well, 3 is going to be really, really hard to beat.
2: Yeah, I think you you've nailed it in a couple of ways there. There's, you, I agree with you. I think that perhaps, especially with twenty twenty three now behind us, that maybe Cleary's performance in that game at at its peaks was higher than we've ever seen, but over eighty minutes. Because remember, people were saying Cleary was. was absolutely horrendous in this in that game after about 50 55 minutes Brutus 80 minute performance the best i've seen that pass he throws for that try ridiculous and yeah the sattler moment is i still think it's the iconic grand final moment of our lifetimes it's the one that's most replayed it's the one that's most talked about and everybody even people that were too young to remember it at the time still remember it and it was a penrith team full of likable guys only uh, 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 and you mentioned that no one believed in them. Only Pritis had played in a grand final before. The rest of them, the rest of these guys had never got to that height before. But it was a super fun team. Guys like Reese, Wester, Ryan Girdler, Preston mm. Campbell, like just awesome players. The hair Marty, bears, Mar- the hair bears the Marty bear. Lang running it off the back fence, and this is actually Scott Sattler's last game for the Panthers, and he has that iconic moment. And of course, they beat the Roosters, which which just sweetens the pot even further. You but- did
0: you did say on our South Sydney. Two thousand and three show last week that Chris Walker losing this grand final was one of the best nights of your life. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh,
2: they, they, he had an absolute Barney in this one too. They, they 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 tormented him all night. They got to him both both mentally and physically. And I, I'll never forget this game. I watched it with my, my with my grandparents at their house. And even then, at that young age, I think I was what like twelve or thirteen. I I remember thinking. I said to I think I said to my nan. I think that's the best grand final I've watched, and she agreed. And she's seen a lot more than I have, um, Scotty. What uh, do you remember about this?
1: Yeah, just everything I think everything you guys just said. It is it's it's funny, right? Like I reckon this is a grand final that's gone in a wave. Like so as Campo mentioned after everyone spoke about it being a great grand final, then it was almost like a bit like Penrith, right? Like it was almost forgotten about for a while, like through the late two thousands, early twenty tens as being like, Oh yeah, that game was okay. And then because of Penrith's success in yeah. the last three or four years, this game has been replayed a lot. You know, as far as grand final weeks go. And every time you watch it, you're just like, Holy shit, man, what a game. Like this game is so much better than uh I think the scoreline suggests. I mean, the score line suggests it's close, but this game is so much better than the score line suggests. It's look Crittis about it. Um, there's the tight tussle it is the first half. Like I think genuinely, I think this is gonna be very hard to beat. So I, I imagine we're gonna keep yeah.
0: Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say, and I just think that 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 like emotional release from the crowd when Rooney scores that last guy yeah. when they know that that's it. It's just like what, what there's so at? many that's... 73rd.
0: Yeah, so there's
2: yeah, just so many great moments in this one. Sorry, Campo.
0: So oh six is kind of on a hiding to nothing here because but let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, the, I think for, like, like, no, no, I have plenty, mean, we'll have I mean, plenty more routes to talk not about. Not just 0-3. against O three almost against any grand final. Cause I think for the Broncos to beat the storm in this game, they had to muddy up the waters a little mm, bit, mm. which they successfully did. But it also means that the quality of the match can't quite rise to those sorts of, to those sorts of levels. You know, like I don't think 06 is as absorbing as 03, even though the scoreline's a lot closer and the storm are in it, like yeah. pretty much the whole way through. I think just because of the style, the Broncos had to play, to win that game.
2: Mm.
0: I just I, I, it it just it just sort of puts a ceiling on the match in terms of quality, uh, which is an unfortunate trade off in a, but in it does a have, tournament you know, like this, but I don't think any Broncos have fan another- would give a shit. Like, you know, because <laughs> Winning the real life game is more important than winning the stupid podcast yes. game. Uh, I
2: does, think does have another world class hooking performance by Sean Berrigan in 06. It, he was fantastic. Justin Hodges at fullback was, Hodges was a Hodges right at Wayne. fullback is oh, great.
1: Like Slater yeah. has so many half busts in this game. He has a moment where he goes down the short side and goes into touch as well just before half time that doesn't matter too much. But he has a lot of big moments in this game. Um, I reckon two things about this game. Firstly, it's the first non Sydney grand final or no Sydney teams in the grand final, which I actually does think has a. Like, having been there, to me, it's six hours a game that's... Well, it didn't sell the, it didn't sell the stadium. It's time. close to the worst atmosphere I've heard for Grand Fall. The Penrith Mel in 2020 for different reasons, but that's very different reasons. I don't think there's another Grand Fall in my memory that has... A well, there's only...
2: Life. Scotty, there's only two games since they moved it to Homebush, excluding COVID. There's only two games where the attendance was lower than 80K, and it was this game and 2017 Storm Cowboys. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's... I think that sums up. But at least 2017 Storm Cowboys... There was the hype train of the, the fairy tale it, story until the game's up and minutes. they get the
2: shit kicked out of them. But yeah,
1: but you know what I mean? There's at least something there. People like And Ricky, a...
2: Ricky Lee sang the national anthem.
1: So, you know. Wow, Nova yeah. 969, what a time. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So like 20, 2006 lacks a lot in terms of atmosphere. And I remember walking away from mm. that grand final, like just pretty empty about it all, because it just was yeah. like but but watching like when you look at it like the the battle with between Slater and Hodges but it's also like that grand final was effectively the great Queensland side up against each other in a grand final which is the only time we get that um you know and, and at the time we probably didn't realize how big that was because that's the first year of the great Queensland side but for the next nine ten years the guys who are playing this grand final dominate representative football and the NRL realistically for the next 10 years right so there's some marks for it there it's also part of Darren Lockyer's. Incredible 2006. Of Shane course. Webke's
2: last game, too.
1: Shane Webke's last game. So there's actually, I think there's more to like about the 2006 grand final that everyone realizes.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, again, it, it's, it's a whole not game. it's not winning this. It's not winning this. The end. All
2: it's right. Uh, this, uh, we're waving 03 through, Nicholas. Put it through. All right. Next up, we have third B6. I think this one is going to be another cakewalk because the third seed is the 2015 grand final. And the sixth seed is the 2010 grand final, which you I know, attended, what? which I attended because Souths were in the Toyota Cup grand final which they lost Uh.
0: (laughs) let's yeah let's not like 2015 is going to win this obviously so let's not talk about it too much let's save that for later i was also at the 2010 grand final and Scotty, I think this is an interesting contrast to 06, because this was the first All-Sydney Grand Final mm. in like six years, I think.
1: Since 04, 04, sorry, yeah, correct. And
0: because of that, there was a lot more hype around this going into the game, which obviously was not sustained through, because the Dragons mm-hmm. were much, much better than the Roosters. But it was it was a a, a great vibe through the week that I remember. It's yes. probably the first time that I remember like experiencing grand final week not just i agree with that the day of yeah. the game itself
2: because mm. the game
0: is, is... gone oh,
2: i was sorry i think this is the first year i was working at fox like in in sports media properly as well so like it was just a, a different vibe to things we've had before and yeah i just remember being this, this whole week the build up, and we had that amazing that amazing prelim uh, between the Dragons and the Tigers the week prior as well, so it, th- there was a lot of build up in this. It's a very good time.
1: final series, this one. Really, yeah, well apart yeah, from yeah.
2: the apart from the Roosters dog walking the Titans, but other than that, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, I've forgotten that part of it. But I mean, you've got the Roosters Tigers on on the first week of the finals, mm-hmm. and that's also the Penrith Canberra night. That's a, that's one of the best nights of finals footy. Is those two games? Yeah, back and absolutely. Back. Um, so it's a very good final series, that one. But we're not ranking final series; we're ranking grand finals and. um
0: yeah, and it's kind of like the Roosters had to sort of hit form at just the right time to get through, and that's and in the grand final, the Dragons just sort of ground them down into dust. Shout out to the Roosters fans that still complain about Brett Morris being in touch in the lead up to that first try. Uh, I have an unnamed. They've only friend. Won, They've only won a yeah. billion premierships. I have since, an unnamed yeah, friend one, to this day who still
2: one. curses Jeff Eunice every time Jeff Eunice is the <laughs> sideline official at a game he
0: attends. Yeah, it, and it, it ends up. It ends up being a smash up. The Dragons winning. But it's again the Roosters are winning at halftime. I was gonna say yeah. they're up
1: eight six. Cause the and um, Mitch Albison score mm. tries in pretty quick succession in the first half. I don't think anyone was ever really worried though. No, 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 know, no, no. And
0: like there's there's things to like about this, you know. Um, I always really like the moment of Dean Young and Craig Young at full time. Yeah, that is nice. You know, it's it's nice that the Dragons were able to shake off that that choking tag that had really followed them for, for quite a long time leading into into mm. this game, but yeah, look for me, it it, ju- it just doesn't have it, and it's going oh. up against fifteen. Of course, fifteen's going to win. Yeah,
2: well, we'll talk more about fifteen later. But yeah, because like it, the Dragons really really reached their nadir in in oh nine when they get bundled out in straight sets by the uh, the eighth placed Eels, and they have to by the quirks of the McIntyre system go to Brisbane to play like the sixth- that's place not the McIntyre Bronco.
1: system's fault. That's the NRL's venue.
2: Okay, you know, no, you know oh, what, you okay.
0: know what. It's the Dragons' fault. but not winning. Just, win the, game. Just yeah. win the game. Just win the game. You're the minor premiers. Win the game. It's not that um, hard. I will say, um,
2: my only my only wrinkle with this game was I feel like this should have been the first and only time that a winger won the Clive Churchill. I thought Jason Nightingale deserved it. thought mm. he was awesome in this game. But oh, well,
0: doesn't really matter. Doesn't it shouldn't matter. have been Darius, but I would have given it to Jeremy Smith. But, you know, what are you going to do about it?
2: Uh, not much, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to wave 2015 through to the next round, which we will talk about uh, at a, in a future round. And all good. Yep, great. Yeah, uh no, I think there's uh, I, another another smash up coming, I think, with uh the second seeded 2016 Sharks over Storm against O2, the Roosters, beating the Warriors.
0: Another game that isn't talked about the way it should be because people hate the Sharks.
2: Yep, absolutely. Yeah. This <laughs> you know I mean, I I at the time, and I still honestly believe this, I believe that from a football point of view, this was a better quality game than 15. I feel like 15 reached a height at the end of the game in terms of excitement that 16 didn't get to, but I feel like over 80 minutes, the 2016 game was a higher quality match.
0: Well, we can talk about that if they meet later on. We can. Um, the crazy thing to me is, is, is 16 is, I think it's underrated in terms of twists and turns. Yeah. You know, so the Sharks are, right on top all through the first half i think they're up are they up eight nil at halftime or well, six nil or something storm oh don't really look in it but then the storm slowly graft their way back into the match and when will chambers scores that try i thought they were going to win yeah like I, I i had like after the first sort of 20 were like oh wow the sharks look really just They look like they have a dynamic quality that the Storm don't have, but the Storm just hung around, hung around, hung around. And when Chambers scored, I was like, I can't believe that these pricks are going to somehow do this, that they're going to show the resilience to get this done. And then you have the twists of the Fafita try, which is incredible. Yeah. Mm. Chambers bombing the try that would have won them the grand final. I remember when he gets that ball and when he kicks it, I was like, no, what are you doing? Mm. And then he got it back and I was like, oh my God, it's going to work. I thought they had numbers on that. On that last straight, play of the game. Well, yeah, I'm getting I'm, I'm I'm getting there. And then it's like straight Chambers is straight back to no, what are you doing? And then in that last attacking raid, they can they could have scored twice. There's two very specific instances. The I'm... one where they're spreading it to the left and Cameron mm. Smith goes to Chase Blair and the pass is just a little bit in front of him. Mm. If it was on his chest, Ben Hampton could have scored in the corner and won the premiership for them. Instead, he doesn't quite have the room. He goes back inside to Cameron Smith. Smith's got Vunavalu fanging towards the post, calling for a kick. There's no fullback there because play's totally broken down. If Smith had kicked it, I think Vunavali would have got it and scored and ended up winning the grand final for them. But that didn't happen either. And then the end result of that is the Sharks winning their first ever premiership. So yeah. I think I think people remember sort of like the, the physical intensity of this game. And I think they remember the Sharks winning. I think they forget about the twists and turns hmm. of those last few minutes. This is one of the real underrated grand finals of Fantastic. our of our time to it, me. It, it's, it's
2: it's enthralling and yeah we've we've talked a bit about clive churchill medals in, in a couple of the previous ones this to me is the biggest robbery and with all the stuff that was going on off the field we There's all knew reasons, that there was yeah. no chance he was ever going to win it but this is right up there with Luke Prudis and Nathan Cleary to me as the best of players ever played in the yeah. game. And for Andrew Papita had games he had that one origin game as well where he thought this guy's the best prop we've ever seen and they he wasn't he didn't do it every week but When he was at his absolute best, he was close to unstoppable. And you can also make the case, Scott, that it's the best grand final try ever. You can also make Uh, that case.
1: The surge of momentum that goes with that try and the the twenty, sorry, you know, the fifty years of misery that had been for Canola and frustration and just the the I know that when as Campo rightfully illustrates that when he scores that try, it doesn't necessarily mean the Sharks are going to win the game. But there's all all of a sudden feels like there's fifty years of outpouring of emotion goes when he gets across the line. Do you remember Fui, Fui moy scores one in 09 doesn't he? Yeah, even... right at it, the end. Yeah, and they kind of the, those two tries really stick out in my mind as being similar. This just a prop running at the line and like even though there's still a you know maybe 5 10 meters the line or whatever when you when you look at it like you're like there is just no way in hell anyone is stopping that guy. Like they could literally get 13 men on him and he's going to score this try. There's just so much momentum about what he's doing. And they both really stick out in my mind. Like so when Fafita scores sharks at the front, 50 years of misery. Or frustration sort of gets expunged at that moment, like it's it's expelled that moment. It's it's huge, um, and like I said, I touched on last week in that two thousand and four debate. I love a grand final that goes down to the last second or the last yeah. play in a final, and we see that in this game here, which instantly puts it. Right yeah. the top okay the
2: I I I think this game's going through which means we're going to lose 2002 so let's talk about that game a little bit again it's another game there's so how often it's so weird how often this happens in these games end up being blowouts where it's really close at half time this is another game where it, it it's on a knife's edge going into the break it's six two and then the Warriors take the lead which is still I, you talk about forgotten plays. That Stacey, that Stacey Jones, Jones try is, is yeah. one of the best grand final tries ever. It's up there with that Cody Walker. It's very similar. Like that Cody Walker try also gets a little bit forgotten because about what happened later in that game too. But that Stacey Jones try is incredible. He just steps through the roosted line, beats the fullback and, and off he goes. And then it all swings on, on, on such a memorable, on such a memorable moment with, with Richard Villasanti and the, and that cheap shot on Brad Fittler.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, And it's, Funny, I, I feel like in the moment, this grand final seemed to have a lot of iconic moments, like the Jones try, like the Villas anything. There's a Freddie forty twenty, yeah, forty twenty well is that, actually That, that a lot of people have sort of forgotten about, but then I think it, it just sort of got lost to time mm. a, a little bit for whatever reason. Um, Plus,
2: the next three grand finals are so memorable as well, like three or four or five. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: I, I think it's important to remember this was a really big deal for the Brisbane. This is their the first premiership in since 75 27 right? okay. years which mm. is an unfathomable drought now now that the roosters have sort of become what they've what they've become in um in recent years but yeah it's just they're almost penalized for putting on those three or four late tries like mm. say instead of it being 30 to 8 say it's 12, so they, they
2: they kick they kick the forty twenty Craig Wing scores and then there's yeah. no more points. We talk about this game entirely
0: differently. Uh, yeah, I I I think we do. So they're mm. sort of they're penalised for their own for their own brilliance. You were two good roosters. Yeah, you know? so you. Yeah, so the the you know the three late tries to Fletcher Flannery and Fitzgibbon. That's tough to say. That kind of you know that, that that kind of just takes the takes the air out of it a little bit. Which and isn't I will say fair, this but- is. That's how it this,
2: is. This is Camp. also, when we did a draft the other week of uh, halftime shows or pregame shows, Billy Idol was rightfully the 1-1 pick. And this was the grand final with the move that canceled Billy Idol. Maybe Art.
0: he's the real winner of this one.
2: He loves his footy. He does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just waiting for some power.
2: I will say that Billy Idol's the best, man. You have, if have feeling sad, chuck some Billy Idol on, you'll feel better. Scotty, really? what do you remember about
1: this game? White yeah, wedding, reckon...
0: wedding makes you feel better?
1: No, but like, Moni Moni does. I, I reckon. Um, I reckon, like the Villasani hit on Freddie, which is funny, right? Because it turns into such a it's such a turning point in the game, the momentum of the game, that we talk about. But like theoretically, it should be the other way around. Like it should be what boys, you know. Well, it's 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 you think about
2: back to the James Graham Dave Tyrrell thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the moment that sort of galvanised the Bulldogs a little bit, and then they had their little period in yeah. that twenty fourteen grandfather where they nearly get back into it. But
1: it's the complete opposite effect here. But, but I do think like Campo that the forty twenty from Freddie in the lead up to the Craig wing try is actually I would argue it's not the uh, you know it's not the highlights moment but I think that is actually the moment that swings the momentum in the game a lot mm-hmm. um, and also I actually think this is a real like this is a real shining light for Freddie's career isn't it like he has a bust in the first half as well it's, it's, it, I'm trying to remember if he lays on one of the late tries I can't remember but this is a yeah he does he he, he, does. he put he puts the kick in for Flannery. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, I think this is a... Like, when we talk about, like, the great players having great grand finals and big grand finals, like, this for mine is a, a Freddie one. Um And, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, Matty. Like, the next three grand finals are all great grand finals. And, mm. you know, the Roosters um, aren't exactly the most loved team in the world by people who aren't Roosters fans. So this one's kind of glossed over a bit. The This Warriors, team is
2: ridiculously good, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great
1: team. And, like, you know, the Warriors are actually, like, Warriors are a great team in 02 as well. Like, this is, this is a proper, I don't, you know, another part of the gloss taken off this one is that the Bulldogs aren't eligible to win it. But, mm. um, and it's a, you know, for that reason, it's a sick um,
2: Warriors team too. You're right. Yeah, right. but it
1: is. It is. So, like, I think 02 should be held in higher esteem than what it is. Mm. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's not winning this. All right. So, Let's, yeah.
2: uh, we're wave waving 2016 through, Kevo. Send her through. All right, and last up we I I'm I could be swayed either way on this one. We've got first V8. This could be our Warriors storm moment. The first place 2019 Grand Final versus the eighth place 1999 Grand Final.
0: Okay, so I might be a little bit biased about 2019. Do you, do you reckon? Do Maybe you... just a little bit. Well, it, it's it's actually a hard one for me to evaluate yeah, of course as a as a match, not just because of the Raiders are in it. But it's the only only grand final that I've never watched again.
2: Yeah, exactly. So all these
0: these other grand finals, even the ones that didn't make the bracket, even the shitty ones, I would have watched five times minimum. Mm. I haven't watched 19. So my memories of the night are kind of all I've got. But my impression, and you guys can tell me if this is right or not, my impression of it is I think it's quality as a match, and I think it was an extraordinarily high quality and intense match. I think that all gets overshadowed by the six mm. again stuff. Yeah, I think 100%. Yeah. Yes. And I be, because of that, I think it's it's its quality is actually lost to time a little yep. bit.
2: Well, you don't get like the the two the two biggest whenever everyone talks about this game, they don't talk about the Sam Beryl's try. They don't talk about um they don't talk about Latrell setting up Tedesco to win the match. They talk about the ball hitting the trainer and they talk about the six again, and they talk about Jack White and winning the Clive Churchill medal. That's the that's that's the main mm. talking points from this game, none of which are positives. Those are all negative things that happen. And I think those do hurt this game in a lot of ways. And I think the other great part gamer. of it... Great it's, game. Great, it's a great game. But again, the, the, the other part of it is it's the Roosters again. We're so used to them being successful at this point. Had the Raiders won this game, we'd probably look at it... If, if, if everything had gone the exact same, but the scoreline was reversed, we'd probably look at it a little bit differently. But it didn't. And whilst this game was very close and... It means a lot to me because it was actually the first Grand I covered at the ground in person. Um, but ninety nine Scott is still s- such a such a remarkable sporting contest.
1: Yeah, ninety nine is incredible. So I think these two games are again actually there's there's similarities. There's, nice, there's,
0: there. no, there's nice parallels, isn't there?
1: Yeah. yeah, but like if I could speak about them, the two of them, right? So like together, like. For mine, the 2019 game is probably, like as I keep saying, I like tense grand finals that are close throughout and you feel like any one moment could change where the premiership trophy is going. Mm -hmm. And if I was just to judge it on that, 2019 is that game because unfortunately, as we know, any one moment does decide that and it's arguably the most controversial moment of this annual year as far as grand final goes or very close to. I walked out of I did in nineteen. I was lucky enough. I did the World Cup, the Cricket World Cup over in England, and I think I said this to you the other week camper. I walked out of the twenty nineteen Grand Final with a really similar feeling to what I walked out of the twenty nine Cricket World Cup Final, which was like that was an epic game. But I feel so empty because I feel like the way that the so did I, won, Scott. <laughs> that I feel like the way that the team won should not have been like it just wasn't right the way yeah. that England won on boundary count back in the way that Roosters won that game in twenty nineteen. So. And everyone talks about the six-again call. I think the trainer call actually annoys me more because the six-again call, shit happens, right? It's a bad call. It's like the bad moment. And KFO, yes, it's worse than shit for you, but like shit happens. But the, the one with the trainer getting hit and the Roosters getting the ball is... Such it's how the NRL had not fixed it by that point is embarrassing because yep. it decided a finals match in 2015, and for them to walk out after that game and say, "Oh, how could we have predicted that happening?" That's rubbish because it happened in a finals match four years earlier, and they did nothing about it then. What was it 2014? 2014? It, it was 2014. 2014. You know was the game. That Bulldogs. It was yeah. the Bulldogs, Bulldogs um, manly, manly
0: one. Yeah, and the ball hit the ref. F-a-ray. Josh Reynolds kicks it, hits the kicks ref. Kicks it, but the Bulldogs yeah. kept possession because they were a terrible rule.
2: Because yeah.
1: they, because under the NRL's definitions, they had field position. Well, the problem is with that rule is it a throw to the days of the you know unlimited before, tackle, or limited, unlimited tackle. So where yeah. field te- where territory actually mattered more than than tackle count and possession, right? Like sorry, where you were in your tackle yeah. count. So so or territory mattered more than position, possession, but. So for the NRL to have not changed the rule at any point, but especially between 2015 and 2019, was, I think, an absolute failing on their behalf, and that leads to the Roosters' first try. So for mine, there's two massive black marks against the 2019 Grand Final, despite, I think, it being maybe a better game in terms of quality and intensity, but it's just not a better Grand Final. Mm-hmm. 1999 is a great Grand Final. You've got the Blacklock try, you've got... Um, Anthony Mundine bombing that tribe, which oh my god, which, which yeah. win, let's be honest, wins the premiership for the Dragons if he if he does it. There's also the drama of the twenty. I'm oh, sorry, of the um Craig, Craig Smith try at the end. Yeah, but just like the drama in 2019, it decides the game, but it's the right decision. There's because no I was, arguments. I was, of I, any was kind. Ju- I was, I yeah. was
0: just gonna say that's the interesting contrast. Is 99 it's... also has an an enormously controversial moment, but it's a, but instead it's 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 exactly right like it's yeah 100 correct decision and you touched on some of the other stuff that 99's got like the bomb Mundine try and the nathan blacklock try it, it gets overlooked as having an incredible comeback saints were up 14 nil the og 18, the OG
2: 14 nil dickhead the OG. yeah
0: yeah and so and melbourne come back into it but it's not as if they score all the points in a rush the Dragons score one as well. So Melbourne get, the two, McGregor, yeah. Melbourne get two, then the Dragons get one. So it's 18-14. Mm. And then the Craig Smith thing happens in the 77th minute. Like it's extraordinarily late. And then you throw in like the added stuff of like, it's in Georgia LaWara's first season. It's Melbourne's mm. second season. Like regardless of who wins, we're going to get a crazy result. Saints were massive, massive favorites as well. Huge. So it's a massive, it's a huge upset. It's the biggest crowd there will ever be mm. at a, probably at a rugby league match. Yeah, that's crazy to in Australia at least. That's crazy to think about. It's the first grand final at the at Stadium Australia, so it's got another sort of historical element to it. Um, I I I am glad you guys made the points about 19 because I didn't want to seem no. like a set like a sour no, it's, little it's, bitch. But I think 99 is is the clear is the clear choice here. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and with 99 winning, we'll get the chance to talk about both of them. Uh, in in the coming rounds, so I think we 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 go 99.
0: Eight first. first. Yeah. What You've been time.
1: mcintyre baby. What yeah. a time. And they great. said it never happened. They said it's okay. a pointless match. Well, it's not, baby. It's not. Yeah. Well, now we have to
2: talk about the 2006 grand final again. So great job. Even though it came fifth and lost.
0: Fantastic.
1: Really say, so my point's Great, great on. stuff.
0: So we've got yep. 16 in one prelim mm-hmm. and 15. 15 in another. Yeah. And then the week two matchups. Uh so
2: 6 against 99.
0: 6 v 99. And
2: 19 versus 3 Okay. All right. Let's Intriguing start with uh, let's start with the easy one. And
0: that's ninety nine versus 06. Yeah, well we we already we already ran through it. Didn't we've we? talked, we've, although we, although, yeah. although, you know, Brisbane beat one big Melbourne team okay. on the grandest All right. stage. Well, okay. Maybe they could do it a second time. <laughs> Perhaps
2: they could. Um yeah, look, we've talked about the 06 game at length in now two rounds, and there is no need to talk about it any further. Ninety nine goes through for me and we'll save more ninety nine chat for that prelim. Yep, agreed anyone anyone yep sweet all right that's enough yep we've got 19 up against oh three now this is this is like the best result possible for you camo because the one you don't want to talk about the most got the one seed but somehow the draw has fallen so it's had to play two of the like five best grand finals ever
0: if you trust in the mcintyre system (laughs) it will reward you yeah it will
2: yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh,
0: like the 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 tragedy of, of of nineteen, and I I wrote this in the story that I wrote on the night is that because of the six again, we don't talk about mm. all the other great things in this match. We don't mm. talk about Brett Morris having an incredible game on the wing and just diffusing every single camera mm. kick that came near. And we don't talk about Daniel Tupo having I I, I like you said before that Nightingale should have won the. The Clive Churchill medal as a winger. I think you could have made the exact same case yeah. for Tupo in this one, you know, and we, we don't talk about how, you know, Canberra wear that first punch from the Roosters and things look a bit shaky, but they work their way back into the match. You know, we, 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 we lose all that stuff. We lose talking about how the Roosters get Cooper, like Cooper Cronk gets sin binned, but they managed yeah. to hang on for the 10 minutes when he's off the field. We don't talk about the enormous courage and resilience and championship qualities that the Roosters showed in winning this game. Looked all. Yeah, all that, all that, all that just gets lost. All that all that gets lost because of a total failure of the way the game should be officiated. Yep. You know, so Canberra lose a lot um because of that. I'm not saying they would have won the game or whatever, but you know, obviously, you know, they they it's a tough thing to overcome. But I think the roosters lose a lot of it too. I think a lot of the credit goes away from the Roosters because of that decision. And um, yeah, it was fucking horrible, guys. Yeah,
1: yeah it was the only thing fitting about this game and there wasn't much fitting about this game is that it was won by the Roosters left edge in the end, albeit in very controversial circumstances. But that left edge of the Roosters in 2019 of Kiri Luttrell, and tupo outside him was in, was an incredible left edge. Like an incredible left edge. And Boyd Cord would have been the the second row on that side too. Yeah. So that was, you know, for mine, mine's a great Edges And obviously South have had some great edges in recent years on, on their left side as well. But for mine, that Roosters left edge is all time. Um, the back three they were able to put out through that period was also all time. Mm. So like there's a, they, they're their first team in what, well, depends how you count it, but the first team in 25 years in the NRL era in a unified competition, as we used to mm. always put it, um, to to win back-to-back grand finals like there's yeah. a lot to actually applaud for that roosters yeah
0: effort. I yeah and i think i think this is the best of the three roosters premiership teams i think this is actually the most impressive yeah. feat um and it just gets totally overshadowed so yeah. i'm sure rooster fans don't fucking care they'd rather win a premiership of course, than of course. get a bunch of claps on the back but, but um, they're not yeah, winning the, the six again the six again took a lot away from
1: canberra but it also took something away from the roosters <laughs> and that sucks it right. absolutely did and the game management was good. The other thing that's forgotten about that game too is like Joey LaLua had a chance to win or not win it, but put the Panth- uh sorry, put the Raiders four slash six up.
0: Um, I I disagree with this and it's possible because I've only seen it the once. Because Joey
1: LaLua is my
2: favorite player. No, of-
0: no, no. Honestly, honestly. It's Daniel a tight Tupo, spot Daniel Tupo was so great defensively in this game. And I think for LaLua to get that pass away, he needs Tupo on him. If Tupo's not on him, he can, he'll just slide out and bundle a partner into touch, which happened a couple of times in yeah. the game anyway. So he's got to like get Tupo hundred percent committed. So I don't think quick hands would have been enough.
1: No. So, okay. Yeah. Fair call. I, I would say that, yeah, you're right. Like it wasn't, I'm not saying that Lobo blew it, but there is, Oh, like, there was a, ch- there was a chance. There's a yeah, chance. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying he's bombed a tribe. This isn't yeah. an yeah. mundane thing. I'm not saying he's bombed a tribe, yeah. but there is like, there's a chance in the corner there. And if, if he's able to get a miracle pass away that goes forward, along, uh, backwards along the ground rather than forward, because, you know, it essentially rolls along the ground out of his hand, but it's mm. a legal pass. It's like, sorry, it's it's a pass. It's not like he's he's knocked on. It's a pass. It's just that he yeah. sends it forward on the ground rather than back. But if he was able to pull off a miracle and get that pass away, then all of a sudden it's the Raiders who are up late in the game.
0: Mm.
1: Right? Because that's 60, I want to say 62nd minute or something. Oh, I don't
2: know, Scott. It's around the
1: hour mark. Yeah. So like there's, there's, it's a, as we keep going back to, it's it's a real shame that, that the other things happen in that game because this is a far better game. Yeah, than what
2: I, I think it loses here anyway to
1: two thousand and three. So yeah, yeah. I mean, 0-3, I think we're all thinking is every chance of winning the
2: I mean, this is an absolute murderer's row we've got in the final four. We've got twenty sixteen against nineteen ninety nine and twenty fifteen against two thousand and three. So the McIntyre
0: system more. works. We've got feel the four. We've got best. It All
2: right. Great. So I guess
0: but you say any system might have got it but I guess we'll never know.
2: We shan't. Uh so 2016 up against 1999. I am going to plant my flag for 2016 but I'm open to arguments. Would anyone like to start?
0: Well, I'm I'll go first cuz I'm going 99. Okay. So Scott will have the deciding vote and now we must persuade him. Please persuade me because I'm absolutely, I am have
1: no idea which way I'm going in. So, so make- I, kinda, I, I
0: kind of, I kind of, both of these are historical grand finals, right? It's the Sharks' first one and it's Melbourne's first one. But I think for rugby league as a whole, mm. I think 99 has a greater historical significance because of some of those markers that I talked about before. It's the first one in the new stadium. It's the biggest crowd there will ever be at a rugby league match. In this country, we talked about the twists and turns of both games and I, but I think the twists and turns of 99 are a little bit more dramatic and not just contained to a 10 minute period late in the game. I think they continue through the entire match. Mm. You know, I think you can make the case that the Nathan Blacklock try is Eat, eat, like if, even if Saints go on and won it by forty, that's still on the highlight reel forever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, and even and the the fact that you know the Storm come back in and they have the fight back, but then the Dragons look like they've got it, and then it's the final culmination right at the end, and then somehow this brand new team that was stitched together from the corpses of a bunch of Super League teams and failed expansion teams winning a premiership is a remarkable story it's like a fucking bad news bears type story bro you know what i mean yeah and while the sharks grand final has a lot of those same elements i think all the elements that are present in 2016 are more visible and more sustained in 99 Mm.
2: so i totally agree with a bunch of the stuff you just said the the only thing i would push back on of of all the things you just said was the, the way that the storm roster was put together yes it was from the used parts of a bunch of super league teams i take that. But it's e- like even at the time was a great team, and with the benefit of hindsight, it is a world class team. And looking at everything that the Storm have done since then, they've never been bad. They've been good from that day till the present day. They've won a bunch of competitions. They've always been dominant. I think their worst ever seasons they finished like ninth and tenth in like the early two thousands. Like they've never ever had to suffer for anything. You know, who did have to suffer the Cronulla Sharks and their fan base from nineteen sixty seven until two thousand and sixteen where the best days of their life were losing a couple of grand finals to Manly in the seventies. And other than that, it was just sadness and the happy days were few and far between. And it was all washed away one day in 2016. You get that iconic photo of, of Paul Gallen and Andrew Eddinghausen crying together, which is the it, most I've
0: ever, it's the most I've ever liked the sharks.
2: They're totally, yeah. totally fair. You have, in my opinion, Andrew Fifita, who right up there with Luke Prittis as the best a player has ever played in the grand final. The Blacklock try is iconic. It's a totally different type of try, but the Andrew Fifita try is iconic as well. And on top of that, it was knocking off the Storm, the, 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 the Melbourne Storm, who obviously the following year in 2017 go on to win the premiership and have possibly the best season we've ever had in the NRL in, in, in 2017. So there's all those things going in Cronulla's favour. But the other thing is that whilst... Melbourne came from nowhere and they built this team. Cronulla had had a couple of near misses in the like even in the even in 99, Cronulla finished minor premiers that, that, yeah. that they were supposed to be. that They got knocked off by the Dragons the week prior. They were always kind of up there in those 2000s, but they were never absolutely. hitting the heights. That weird year in 2008 when they when they made the prelim, yeah, the prelim and get beat by and Melbourne get absolutely dusted and by, Melbourne. by Melbourne. But they leave all of that behind on this day in 2016 where. For one day, they were just—they were better than the Melbourne Storm. And you can talk about that the Storm bombed a couple of late opportunities to win that game, and I absolutely agree that they did. You watch it back, and yeah, they could have scored a couple of times at the end, but they did. And Andrew Fafita did. And with everything that that game meant to a fan base that had spent – there were generations of Sharks fans that had never experienced the happiness that they experienced on this day. The Melbourne Storm were a year and a half old at this point. There's that's no way that you can enjoy the emotional – that's I, don't why know. I, said I know, I know.
0: like this sharks one means more to sharks people. Yeah, I think ninety nine means more to rugby uh, as a whole.
2: But I'm, I'm a rugby league person. No, and but I'm you're a shark. You this, you're a sharks fan. Okay, I mean, I know we like to joke, but I'm not. I'm a south fan, but as a fan of a club who's w- was as long suffering as they were, I, I, I think it does mean a little bit more rather than to an expansion franchise to, to that them, it had a to year them, of 40, to But them, I think not no, to everybody. but well, I'm not a sharks fan, and I'm telling you, you that it means aren't more you? to me than it does. That 99 does to me personally. If you disagree, that's totally fine. That's what we're here to do. We try to convince Scott that one, that one way or the other. But I'm saying when they're both amazing games, they both see-saw, they both come down to the death. But I think that emotional edge
1: pushes 16 over the top for me.
0: All right, Scott, make your decision.
1: Bloody hell. Um, I'm probably no closer to the decision than I was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> both made very good arguments. Old, old fence sitting, Bailey. Uh, no, I think. They're both incredibly good games. And I like you can make it, you have both rightfully made an argument that they're in the top two or three, four grand finals of the NRL era. I the one thing I think leans me in the direction of one grand final or the other, or build the suspense, is I think that in one grand final, you there's a point where you think one team has won. And you are pretty confident they're going to win. As it turns out, they don't win the grand final because they get mowed down. But And that maybe makes it bad. But the other grand final, and obviously I'm talking about 99 where the team gets mowed down, in 2016, there's no point in the game where you can be real confident that, or, you know, even be swayed that the game is over. It's sort of – I know Milt and are better in the first half, but, like, it sort of seesaws – they both seesaw, but it's kind of closer margins as it seesaws in 2016. So I think it's 2016 based on that, and I think it's 2016 based on the fact – that you can't they,
0: see him now. Bungard's now pumping his fist because because, after, because he's a Sharks fan. His team's going through. That's great. I'm glad he's happy.
1: Literally after the siren or on the siren of that, the game goes the Melbourne is still yeah, got That's true. Ball. That's yeah. it's yeah. the only grand after final that goes siren, after the siren. So literally after the siren in the grand final, the game is still alive and the premiership is undecided. And it's so rare that we get that where a team is still meters away from winning a premiership after the full-time siren goes. Mm. And and to be honest, I could be wrong, because I haven't watched the last two or three minutes. Everyone's memory of 1999 kind of cuts out when they kick the penalty. That's true, actually. (laughs) Look, I could wake up tomorrow. I could, in half an hour, watch a replay of the 99 grand final and go, Scott Bailey, you effing idiot. Like, that was... Does anything
2: notable happen after the Smith-Dry camper?
0: Yeah, so the Storm have one set, and they're playing the ball so slowly that Bill Harrigan calls time off and says guys I... if you keep doing this i'll penalize you for yes. wasting time oh. yeah and then and then the dragons the dragons have i think the dragons have one set that goes nowhere then the storm get through like three tackles and kamali puts a little grubber in for himself for no reason yes. and Patton <laughs> kicks it up hoofs it down game field, and management the storm... Yeah. And then the Storm clean it up and then it's over. Scott, I take your point about the game being closer all the way through in 16, but I actually think because the swings are more extreme yeah. in 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah, you
0: like, know what, you know what I'll I'll I'm saying? Honest, like, I wake
1: up tomorrow morning and yeah. think, you know what? Shit. Well, like, look, honestly, any yeah.
2: any of the final four in this conference, I would have been happy to be the representative.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, all, like all I, of them
2: a fantastic game
1: But yeah, I'm marginally waving through 16 based on the fact that I say because it's closer. It's more that after the full time siren goes, there is still a legitimate chance that the other team is winning a premiership. And as I've gone back to a few times in this, my number one determining factor is do I believe, but how long do I believe both teams have yeah. a chance of winning the game for? And 16 is arguably the, I guess we've, we've had a golden point, final, so we're going to get to it in a second, but 16 is arguably, you know, the only one that it's, yeah. it's a legitimate 50 50 chance after the siren.
2: So that's one prelim down, one to go. And this is an absolute barn burner, boys. I think if anyone was doing their list of top grand finals, either 2015 or 2003 would be a worthy number one on that list. And it is now our job to pick between these two, Campo.
0: Yeah. So this is our first chance to talk about 2015 because Mm. we sort of, it had the, the pretty easy run through the finals thus far. Um, I think if you polled the the layman, but like Joe Sixpack on the street, he would say 2015 is is, is the best grand final. Like this was the preseason favorite. Although, Bungard, you mentioned something that I think is becoming a little bit more common. I think this game is now characterized by a certain kind of rugby league person as being a great finish, but just an average game. Yeah. And I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. It's- I don't think that's true. I think it's got the that incredibly that incredible sort of hot run in the first half where Brisbane score and then the Cowboys score two tries almost immediately afterwards. And it's really sort of high octane stuff. And then Brizzy get another one before half time. And then the second half is just a test of Brisbane's resilience, like their defensive resolve. The Cowboys have so much footy and they throw so much at the Broncos and they look like they're going to score three or four times. Uh, uh, Kane Linnett has one of the all time Mm. bombed grand final tries that like no one remembers because of what happened next. So I think even if what happens in the last two minutes and extra time, even if none of that happens, this is still a pretty good grand final. Mm. I think people now underrate the rest of the match because the ending was so incredible and this this is the most incredible finish to a grand final that will probably ever happen it's hard to see it ever going down like anything like this again
1: yeah i I second almost everything that campo just said there. i reckon it's become weirdly cool Mm. in the last year or two or last couple of years let's say to think that this wasn't a good grand final
0: as much as you can say debating about the quality of rugby league grand finals can be cool. <laughs> it is cool. That's what we're doing it. But
1: now, do you know what I mean? Like it's become. No, this, I do.
0: I do. I agree with you. It's
1: become this like in thing to be like, oh, no, nah, it was a good finish. It was a shit game. That's not true. It was not a shit game. The first half is a proper good game of, like is proper good footy. You mentioned there like the high octane start, like it's a Broncos long range try That's kind of forgotten about, but that's a really good grand final try. I love the try off the scrum i'm a big fan of a try off the scrum and i like is it um who scores is it um i've got a mental is it winterstein no o'neill o'neill is it yeah yeah i I love that try from the cowboys like i love just a scrum play try um as you mentioned you got the kane lennett thing but like the first 40 minutes is proper good grand final and then like it's kind of weirdly become remembered for the game that it was between say like the 45th 50th minute or let's say 40 you know half start the second half to say the 70th minute where like like you say camper like it was kind of desperate football for the Broncos trying to hold on and then the Broncos get too caught up in trying to play out you know hold out hold on for a win you know a lot what just happened a month or so ago a month or two ago but um like 20 or 30 minutes of desperation which is still good footy because like as I've come back to numerous times in these two podcasts I love a game where, like, the grand final, where the premiership can be decided any minute. Um, it's still, like, ent- like really uh, engrossing footy in that 20 or 30 minutes because of its high stakes. And then you've got the finish. Like, also often forgotten, probably not by Broncos fans, but by a lot of other people, is that, like, with a minute to go, the Broncos make a line break. They're yeah, Anthony Rufford
0: is in the clear. He's in
1: the clear. Like, it's a bit like you guys referred to it in the um, Raiders-Newcastle finals match where it all went wrong. Like, remember the, the Raiders make the line break and all of a sudden, was it who makes someone makes, is it? The...
0: I think you're referring to the Raiders sharks game where the Raiders went from, That's it's a, yes. not, it's not am, a semi, yes. but they yes. go from a long range bust and nearly scoring. To having a player sent off.
1: That's right. Yes. Within yeah. about
0: 30 seconds. And this
1: is kind of like the same kind of thing, if you know what I'm saying mm. here, right? Like, yeah. the, like Milford is literally in the clear. The Broncos are up by 400 grand final, of one minute to go. And somehow the Broncos lose that grand final. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. And then the thing that I love most about this game, I mean, obviously everyone loves the, except for Broncos fans, loves the finish and the last, you know, the Kyle felt try. What well, I absolutely love most about this game is the composure of Jonathan Thurston to not kick the ball on the last tackle. Because I, and I've been on this rant before, I don't know if it's been on this podcast, but I've definitely said it to you, Campo. Like, I hate how teams get desperate and they just kick like yeah. on the like on the side. It's like you kick, they got players back there, they'll defuse it. As soon as they touch the ball, the game's over. Thurston takes the ball on the bounce so like it's a bad pass takes on the bounce, literally like runs around in circles two or three times but doesn't think Oh, i'll just play the hail mary playing kick he still runs it and then gets it off to call uh to michael morgan who's then able to find a gap but i always think there's so much of a better chance of finding a gap in frantic situations than kicking but it's so so rare that a player is able to hold their nerve and not panic and obviously we're talking about one of the greatest of all time here in jonathan thurston but for me that play there's so much more to that play than just, oh, Kyle Felt gets down in the corner. I think there's so much to what Jonathan Thurston does. And the way he kept us popping up in desperate moments in the second half, like he takes a kick when, uh, it's a hunt, I think Hunter Milford puts a kick in on the attack and Thurston's the guy who rushes back effectively in the fullback position to, to clean it up and re- regain possession for the Cowboys. Like there's, there's so much about this game that's more than just Kyle Felt scoring a try mm. that everyone kind of just remembers it for.
0: Mm. Plus it's got all those things that Bungard was talking about. Well, not, maybe not as much, but a lot of that stuff about the Cronulla grand final in 16, it's Mm. a similar story here. You know, it's the first premiership. You can only do it for the first time. Once Cowboys had been so shit for their first 10 years in the league, essentially. And their 10 years from 05 to 15 wasn't exactly a picnic either. You know, you could, you could, you could see how much it meant to not just the team and not just the town, but to an entire region. Afterwards, when they have the big trophy tour, it's a really good around, point all around the place. You know? and Yeah. And yeah, went a long way to getting the stadium built. And I think in terms of, in terms of like legacy, in terms of the go-to example for the best grand final ever, like this is the, this is the, this is the big daddy. This is the, yeah. the, the working man's pick.
2: I think, I think there's not a single player that's more defined by one game. Than, than Thurston is by this one. Because if he doesn't win this game, I mean, see I like, I understand he won a premiership with the dogs in a form, but let's be let's let's be real. Like I this without this game, he goes up to the Cowboys and many people consider him to be the best player of the NRL era and he'd have no titles to show for it. But he got this one and it was on his boot that they won it. I, I wonder if because the last five minutes were so crazy and so at a level of not just skill, but improbability and implausibility that we've never seen before. That maybe that's why people think that the rest of the game wasn't good because we're so... Like, the the window has shifted so far to one side where it's at the absolute extreme of what we can expect from a rugby league match. That an otherwise very above-average game seems bad by comparison when you compare it to the incredible stuff that we saw at the end. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why people say things like that because i don't think it's a bad game by any means I, I um i definitely think there are periods in the second half where it does lull a little bit but yeah it's overall still a pretty pretty high quality game from start to finish but so it's 2003
0: so i think the first half of this game is quite comparable to 2003 in terms of quality it, but 2003 doesn't have the rocket fuel that this game has in terms of the finish, mm. you know, it's got the Scott Sattler tackle and you can put that up there with everything that happened at the end of this game, but then that's still just one moment against many, mm. you know? So while O3 is a superb grand final, any other day, it could have made it through to the, to contest the McIntyre cup against 2021. I think this time it's just run into a bit of a colossus. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't think, even if they're level in terms of quality, yeah. I think the big moments push
1: 15 so over the top. I've been thinking about this for a while since we knew these two are matching up or had a fair idea these two might match up. And I sort of think 2003, you can make the case that it's a better game. Like, I actually think 2003 is... The best match played in a grand final is in quality of match and there's physicality early on. Like Penrith struggled to get out there and in goal in the first tackle of the game. There's obviously the Sattler moment. There's also another moment in the second half where the Roosters bust down that same left edge again and Penrith scramble for a couple of tackles in a row. Like there's so much I love about that 03 game, and I I could make the argument that it is the best game played in a grand final. Yeah, in the end earlier, but. Is there a difference between that and the best grand final? Because as I've said a number of times in these two podcasts, I think grand final is more than just the quality of the game, but it's how long it keeps you believing that both teams can win. It comes down to the last play, it's the storyline. You know, the, as we said, the Cowboys um, going for their first premiership. So it, it sounds like a really bizarre thing to say, but no, I don't. The, nec- the,
0: the, the, qual- the quality of play is only one.
1: Yeah, part I don't of the necessarily experience. think the best game is necessarily the best grand final. The best game is very has to be very close to the best grand final, yeah. but. There's a world where the best grand final is not as good of a game as the best game played in the grand final.
2: You can say that Luke Prudis played better than any player in that 2015 game and you can say that the overall quality for 80 minutes was better but it didn't have the drama of 2015 mm. and at the end of the day the most important thing about a grand final is, is is how people are entertained by it and how it goes on to live in people's brains and whilst I still love this game, I, it's it might be my personal favourite to watch 2014 aside but I think that even though I have in the past been guilty of saying that I thought this game is is a better game than 2015. I think in terms of the grand final spectacle and the fact that Brisbane's drought has remained till this day, I think it's got to be
0: 2015. I loved in 2015 as well, how there was that sense that Queensland came to Sydney for the week. Mm. You'll remember that really well, Scotty, Mm. but like both teams got down here on like the Monday or the Tuesday. Mm. And there was a real vibe around the city. And we talked, Way, way back when we was when we were so much younger, about how 06 it had the two non-Sydney teams and there wasn't quite the yeah. same vibe. And in 17 it was a little bit the same, but in 15 there was. I think I felt like there was a genuine buzz around the city mm. because those two teams come in. And I think that's a that's a big that's a big part of it as well. Mm. One more thing on 03, which I've been meaning to bring up, but I just hadn't got to at this point. You know what um people forget about the Sattler tackle? So Sattler makes the tackle. Penrith drop it two plays later off the scrum. So like <laughs> they hold him out. So, you know, the 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 legend stays alive. <laughs> they they put himself straight back under pressure after poor old Sats has fucking busted his ass to get over there and drag down <laughs> Todd Byrne.
2: That's quite funny. Good point. I, I, That's very good point. Um Scott, I've got a mini slow your brain for you before we move okay. on to the final. Okay. Which four players in the 03 grand final from Penrith's team went on to win a premiership elsewhere?
1: Joan Alavell. One. Um come on. Kind of dead air. Oh no, I know, I know. Okay, John Oliver. I'm trying to remember it.
0: You want an assist, Scott? Oh no! I Definitely always, I always forget. I
1: always forget <laughs> where the Sats played. Scott Saylor is not one of them. No, because oh, you you always think he went to the Tigers and therefore, but he he's he there's played one, one year. There's one. one there's it.
0: one that you absolutely should get, and if you don't, I'll be so disappointed in you. Oh, um.
1: Get. Oh, hang on. No, no. I was about to say. Oh no. Um. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm not in. I'm not in trivia mode. Okay. Okay. So obviously, Joan um Correct. There's Luke Lewis. Two. Yeah. Um. There is two more. Uh, Do you know both, camper Uh. Yes. Okay. Um. jordan Luke Lewis. There. Uh, let's go through that. No. 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 Oh, Pritis, because you saying beforehand or no? After? No. No. After, no after, 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 after. after. Okay. Damn. Damn. Uh. Oh, oh. oh no. The oh, hand uh, Go. Oh, go. Take it. One Kemper? of them was at Manly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's why it's annoying. Shane Rodney.
0: I did too. Oh yes, yes. yeah, and then um, the other one was at West Paul Fadawira.
1: Paul Fadawira, yeah. Awesome, so, good
0: work, Scott.
2: Ah, uh, it's all right. He's just he's just warming up for next year's year, right? And it's fine. <laughs> but we are off to the grand final of the Campton Conference, and it, it's two grand finals oh. that only took place twelve months apart. What a what a what a blessed time for rugby league, twenty fifteen against twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah, twenty. <laughs> what a blessed time before. The Storm, Panthers, and Roosters won the next seven titles between yeah.
2: them. Yeah, kind of ruined everything, didn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, two worthy finals, two fantastic games in a lot of different ways. But there can only be one. Who would like to start us off?
0: Uh, well, I, I I think we've kind of made the case. Mm. I think the case for the winner is quite clear because I think yeah. we've made it over the course of this discussion. I think 15 and 16... Are very similar as mm. matches, and they both have remarkable finishes, but 15s is more remarkable, and it stretches a little bit longer. Like the the 16 equivalent would be either the storm scoring on one of those last desperate plays, or the game somehow going to extra time, and then mm. the sharks the sharks getting up. You know, I think like it's 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 like how 15 beat 03. 15 just has supercharged qualities that 16 cannot match. It's
2: true.
1: I think it says a bit about what we spoke earlier about sixteen kind of being a bit underrated in some sense. And I think mm-hmm. the reason that sixteen is underrated is because it came in the year after yeah, twenty fifteen. I
0: think that's true, yeah. So
1: so that's the case, just on that alone, that says that twenty fifteen has to be a better grand final. Because if if fifteen was the one that was sort of forgotten about a bit, then clearly it'd be because sixteen was better. I know yeah. that's public. No, no. It, that I think it is I life. think
2: I think it is that simple. I do, and we've talked about both these games at length over the course of this show. And as much as I, 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 I always go to bat for twenty sixteen, I think it does get forgotten about a little bit. Yeah. And I maintain Andrew up top, top three to five grand final performance of all time. I think the storyline, the emotion of the Sharks winning, all that stuff is great. But you guys are right, 2015's is more. It, it, the, the end of that game, it, it's going to be tough to ever top it.
0: I know, as a Sharks fan, that really hurt you. So I respect your integrity. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I, I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I think it's. I think we're. Advancing 2015 off to the McIntyre Bowl.
1: We're about to test his, test his integrity again in a minute, then. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, uh, so we've made it the, the yeah. Super the Super Bowl of McIntyre Systems.
1: Yeah,
2: 2015 against 2021. I wish Mitch was here so we could cry together. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> God, uh, two heartbreaking games for our respective teams, but two fantastic games of rugby league. 2021 coming out of, I would say, the softer. Bailey conference. I think that just the way the random number generator threw all the t- the games up. I think honestly, without spoiling which of these games I'm going to pick, I I I might have picked three if not four games from the Campden conference over 2021. Yeah, man,
0: like the Campden conference just produces killers, bro. Mm. Forged I, I, forged in fire in the crucible yeah. of the of of the of this of the McIntyre system. Like
2: I I, I 2021 is a fantastic game which I'll never watch again. But <laughs> I, I think it's a clear winner here. And I, big,
1: it, it, yeah you no, 21 no, 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 beats 15. No 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 I was gonna say it, it's very uh NRL finals-esque that we get an absolutely cracking prelim final mm. uh is, I know this they weren't prelim finals but you know what I mean like that, like the prelim finals conference the, finals yeah, yeah. but it, sorry it is almost the prelim finals in the conference finals if you know what I'm saying because because I think the best matchup we've had will be 2015 v 2003 like that's that was the I would, either, I would have picked either I would have picked either of those games. As do you think twenty fifteen
0: do you think twenty fifteen can recover quickly enough to take on twenty twenty one? Do you think beating 0-3 was, like was too, it's, was it too three. Like that, it cool. it's
2: like that Cowboys Broncos game in twenty sixteen where the Cowboys were too beaten up to go with the Sharks the next <laughs> I say, week?
1: I was gonna go with Newcastle Manly two thousand and six when they were both absolute cactus the next week and got pumped by Melbourne and the Dragons, wasn't it?
0: Both fine choices, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, both 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 apt analogies. But um
2: I, 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 I. it 21's a great game, it's got great moments. But there's Penrith fans who might not even say that's their favorite grand final in the last three years,
0: yeah. Whereas, well, it's definitely, it's, it's like, it, uh, it might be because it was the first, it might be but because, like, was,
2: but they hate Parramatta, so they would have yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
0: like, if it was third, 23 I had a better finish, yeah. I also wouldn't
1: they, be surprised. They could also go to 2022, they couldn't go, like, that's, a, that's a really point. good point. That's a good, that's, yeah, that's, that's also another point, yeah.
2: great. Um, caveat here is that one of these was played at a sold out stadium and the other one was pl- played in front of 30 odd thousand or something.
1: 21's always got a weird spot for
0: me because, mm. like, You're the only one that you wouldn't have been to, Scott, ages, true. Yeah. yeah,
1: like, and I know, like, I know that's like, and I've been lucky that a lot of that's been with work, but even before that, from like 04 to 13, we went to every game, every grand final. So, like, I've always um, been to grand finals with the exception of 21. So, 21's got a weird kind of spot where I find it hard to. Um, like I, I obviously I remember it really well i worked I covered it I have watched it back multiple times but it just doesn't sit in the same minds like headspace as me as grand finals as every other one that I've been to because you you know like you go to a game you've got kind of to have two memories of it right you have the game that you were at then you have the game that you've watched back a stack of times when it's a great game but like the 21 one doesn't I don't have those ex- memories but yeah. I think
0: well to, to draw the listeners to try to draw the point a little bit the listeners would have heard our Post grand final show from from last month, and we talked a lot about the game and all that. But we also talked a lot about the experience being of there of the day and being there, and that's a really big part of the whole grand finality of yeah. it all. You know,
1: yeah, sitting in this exact chair I'm in now, while my wife was already asleep and trying to like file while not being in mm. the ground, is a very different experience to um. Well sitting in a packed
2: stadium counterpoint in 2015 i watched the game at 5 a.m on a dodgy stream in a hotel room in america
0: (laughs) there we go sully's the occasion that's that's how dally messenger wanted it to be exactly (laughs) right um i think i think the rhythms of 2021 are actually not dissimilar to to 2016 you know a hard fought tightly contested match throughout that then sort of gets blown open by a series of big plays in the closing stages but as with sixteen, the plays just aren't as big. They aren't as insane as, as as fifteen was. For twenty-one to win, Reynolds had to kick that goal. Yeah, I was going to say, tw- and we Reynolds- had to, and we had to get off the edge of the map and see what happened once we got out there. You know,
1: yeah, Re- Reynolds kicking that goal is well. I mean, Thurston misses the goal, doesn't he? But it's you know mm. that's if Reynolds kicks the goal, it's almost, 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 not the same, but it's getting towards Kyle Felt scoring that try level. Yep, yep. And, and, so. and it's, yeah, you know, it kind of goes back to what I said.
0: Or yeah. if he'd hit that, that two-point field goal too. Well, yeah, yeah, that so would
1: so The thing yeah. is, right, so
2: after they score the try to make it 14-12 and they miss the kick, Cam Murray makes that break. Sorry, uh, yeah, Cam Murray makes that break, mm. if you remember, and he's got David yep. Cook in support. If they're tied there, they settle, and Reynolds probably pots over a 20-yard field goal and they win the game. That's yeah. probably what happens. So there's just so much riding on that kick, and it sucks for me and for South fans and for those players that didn't go over, but that's life, I guess. I,
1: I think it goes back to, as well, this debate is, like, not that we're really having a debate here, but we're mm. justifying our response, aren't we? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but it kind of goes back to what I said a minute ago about, like, there's an argument that the 2021 grand final is a better Game of football, or at least a um, better quality game of football than twenty fifteen. I'd have to think more about it to decide where I stand on that. But it's certainly on par, right? But again, the finish is what gets it for twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I. I, Is it unanimous? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. If you asked someone before we got going, what's the best grand final the NRL era apart from twenty twenty three? They all would have said fifteen. We did it. But we've proven them right, and the. The, it's important to show your work. That's so, awesome. we, throw you the,
1: um, do we throw the spanner in the works and say if we have this discussion in three years' time, it's interesting to see whether it'll be
2: interesting will... to see. Well, it Obviously, also kind of a little bit depends on what Penrith do next,
0: right? I actually think it happens. It depends on what Brisbane do next. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because, say, I don't think this will happen, but say the ass falls out of Brisbane and they never get this close mm. again or anything like that. Then it's like right back at the start when we're talking about the Eels and the Knights, there is an, uh, an abiding element of tragedy that would change the story in a big, big way. If Brisbane win the comp next year, which I think they're totally capable of doing, mm. then 2023 is still a wonderful game and an incredible finish and a crazy comeback and all that. But it, it, it loses that element yeah. of tragedy because Brisbane will find that redemption. Yeah. Absolutely. So it, it re- I think it really depends on what happens to Brisbane next, more so than Penrith, because it's yeah. like
2: that that twenty fifteen crop of Broncos with guys like Milford and and Ben
1: Hunt, and
0: those guys they never got back there. They never, they never got, got the sh- they never got the shot again, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and it, and it's funny, like if you um, like I think in the immediate aftermath of twenty twenty three, like I think we actually the three of us are standing in the bowels of, mm. A, uh, of Acor Stadium. We ha- literally had this discussion. Was that we <laughs> did, yeah, mean? the three of us did, and I think we all landed on the answer is yes, but in the aftermath of 2015, if you'd had the discussion in the month or two that followed that game, I think everyone, I mean, I remember writing the next day, like doing the list of the greatest grand finals. And and, and I think we were all talking about, is that better than 1989? Right. And mm. I, I don't know what the correct answer to that is in the end, but the point being that like in the month or two or the, the minutes, hours, months later, you're always mm. going to put a game at the highest level. But yeah. like you say, once you have the context, what happens next and just sort of settles in your mind a little bit, then it kind of, yeah. yeah. So it's it's,
2: it's as Camper said back at the start of the prior episode. Like it's a totally worthwhile discussion to have in a few years' time about fifteen versus twenty-three. But a yeah. lot of that will just depend
1: on what happens next.
0: You know what the best grand final is? Books. Next one. Ah, okay.
1: And also books. All right, books. Good. Just checking. I feel sorry for those people who yeah. don't books.
2: Yes. Sorry. Oh, did you did you watch the 23 grand final? I was too busy uh, sitting there in my press box seat uh, reading uh, Trotsky. So. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see a second of rugby league.
0: I was too busy thinking about the opera. Mm,
2: yes. Shall yes. The quite,
0: yes. <laughs>
2: All right. We did it, boys. We did it. We made it. I'm proud of you. Well done. Um, I'm proud of myself for not crying during the chat about Adam Reynolds missing the conversion.
0: Well, there you go. So we got, we got two things in the Boom Rookies Hall of Fame now. We got Shooter McGavin and we got the 2015 grand final. That's right. That's a good afternoon. <laughs> Happy Gilmore into the grand final. That's watched, good stuff. Um,
2: I watched dodgeball again yesterday. It'd been a while, been a minute. Does it hold up? Yeah, it
1: cool. does. Yeah. It's still got it. A
2: couple of jokes probably couldn't get away with today, but by and large. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's parts of it that I'm pretty sure you couldn't. But, but Chuck, Chuck
2: and wrenches at dude's heads. Hilarious. Oh, that's your hold. <laughs> oh, it was
0: before we knew about CTE. So it's, that's, it's
2: true. It's true. before the concussion movie came out. We're fine. All right. Before we get out of here a quick thank you to people in the top two tiers on our patreon subscription service go to patreon.com forward slash Urban rookies to get an extra show every week merchandise skits sounds next year's cold train cup access to our discord server and plenty more and uh scott will let you write the lead on a match report of your choosing in
1: 2024 absolutely that fantastic
2: thank you too, chris abnell dave rocky and rafi stew of the old cute alex ergic Oh $20, i wanted a peanut bertrand's eyes are not red and green they are the pink of a rabbit in a spotlight broncos legend adam reynolds Bruce the Pom, Buttsy, Chewbacca Snuffleupagus, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hog, an Anonymous Backer. Ed Burton. Hi, I'm Mitt Bertrand, and I have redacted How to Speak San Franciscan. I also went to school with Bungo. I was saying Boo I'm called Little Buttercup or Little Buttercup, though I could never tell why. I, Matt Bungo, could not be happy if a tells from Travis Kelsey. I've got a blank space in my fantasy team, and I'll write your name. Jason, Joel Wrigley, John, Josh Brandon, kicks out of the comp. Lachlan Hancock, lifelong dolphins fan, Luke Charles Midmore, Matt's Taylor's version, Matthew Duggan, Michael, the climax to a Supreme Game of Rugby League. El Masri trailing by one to win it. He's got it away. It has got there. Murray Morgan Watkins, my name is Nick Campton, and rugby union is my favorite type of rugby. My ding-ding-dong is hard and I'm sad. Never Trendy, Origin Monster, The Club Monster, Form Line, Royal Commission, Reese Brown, Rodrigo, La Flama, Blanca, Eduardo, Roxanne Clark, Stephen Vegas, Shanta, Tie. The Black Vegetable, The Off-Season Blues. The outro music is a vibe on 1.75 times speed. These white slippers are a binary African in Dejirano. Thor, Tom Hardy, was. we are now from shoutouts to everyone in the lower tiers and everyone in the listeners. All listeners, please send five of your Australian dollars to at the MattBungard on twitter.com and Westlife Podcast and the Pasco Fiasco. Thank you so much for your support. To everyone in the lower tiers and everyone in the listeners, thank you as well. We Ooh. did it. Wow. We all made right. it. Yeah. Ah. Well, that was that was, that was was fun. What a, what a what a fun exercise. And if you've got a showdown you want us to do, get in touch. We, we might do it. I don't know. We might not, but uh, it could be a good idea. You never know.
0: You we'll we'll never do it know. if it's a good idea, but if it's not, then we won't. And we'll mock you mercilessly. All right.
2: Scott, anything else to plug apart from uh, read AAP for all your cricket and rugby league needs?
1: Always read AAP. Trusted, reliable, mm. something else. I can't remember what the slogan is. I've asked on. you before,
2: but what's your favourite random a regional website in bumfuck nowhere that takes AP oh, copy. Because um, I love when George Clark shares these stories and they're from like the Cowra Gazette or some
1: shit. It's fantastic. I think the um the West Australian always looks the best, but you usually get like some people being like, why what, would, why would we trust the West Australian on whether Nathan Cleary's playing this weekend? Proud Perth
2: man, Scott Bailey.
1: A f- fair point. But I would say the Queenslander, the uh, paper or whatever it is. Wait, it's just West called
2: country. the Queenslander.
1: Yeah. And I get a lot of messages. Is from Billy
2: Nathan. Moore the editor?
1: No. Possibly, probably. I the, pa- perhaps the, the editor
0: at large. Just being like,
1: <laughs> the editor at large of the Queenslander. Why would you lend your name to a Queenslander thing? I'm like, yeah, it's a fair point. But here it we are. Alan, Al- 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 Alan Lang is the art director. Of course he
2: is. <laughs> of course he is. All right. Say goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, Scott. Say goodbye, Campo.
0: Goodbye, Bertrand. That's goodbye from me.